Hello, and welcome to Jerk Radio Solo Edition. The usual mostly weekly broadcast has been cancelled due to technical difficulties, but that isn't going to stop me, Oh Kubi, from talking to myself for goodness knows how long because I love the sound of my voice just as much as you do. This week we, by which I mean I, are going to talk about character concepts. Yes, the things which separate your flavor of the month are controls from everyone else. Who they are, why they're there, how they got this scar in the face that they just won't shut up about. Sure, you could play a personality list of you who exists all your stuff up, but if you really wanted that, you'd just go play a JRPG, now wouldn't you? It's a pretty big top, I mean, I'm going to nail everything, so I'm not going to bother. I'm just going to jump around and see if I miss something. Oh, well. Sounds like fun, doesn't it? Of course it does. Let's roll. There's one big one that comes to mind right off, and I'm going to get this out of the way right in the beginning. Cat girls. Yes, the illustrious cat girl. Sometimes it's a person with cat attributes, sometimes it's a cat with human attributes, and sometimes it's just those two. Uh, there's a lot of them, and they're mostly indistinguishable. But people seem to be really proud of them regardless. I mean, we can't all be wrong with comics, I get that, but when you have someone with 50 million different costume options, the best they can do is a naked chick covered with fur and tail and ears. It's sort of a letdown. Hey, far be it for me to tell the people what to make, but I'm not going to pat you on the back for making character archetypes so widely used as on entering the EEOC questionnaire and Paragon City job applications. Hmm, gender, new female, nationality, cat girl, Vietnam vet. They hire a lot of Vietnam veteran cat girls in Paragon, you know. Most of the people say there's one deal with them standing on street corners with will like on crotch for food signs. And people actually complain about people calling the characters just another cat girl. Oh, what if I said, oh, you're just playing another human? Well, that's because people usually got human as default. You, can, you can't just play a human. Usually it's a radioactive human or cybernetic human or something along those lines. Plus, if a human would be boring as... Well, as boring as playing a girl. Just meant that, of all the things to have on screens to play, you wanted to stare at a hairy naked chick with a tail coming your ass. I totally understand. I mean, I'm not into that sort of thing, but I totally understand. Really, the only thing that separates them is their personalities, and yes, I am going to touch upon the esteemed pastime of online gamers, including the members of the illustrious Virtue server. I am, of course, talking about role-playing. Unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of difference there, either. You've seen one, you've seen them all. Capricious, lacking intelligence, yada yada yada. You know what I want to see? I want to see a cat girl who hates how other cat girls act like animals half the time. I want to see the anthropomorphized feline Cliven and Malcolm X, and if nothing else offends you tonight, that will. Well, there's a whole mess of mine. I just wanted to see one of the pair of glasses of black suit step up and talk about how the man is keeping them oppressed. How they're in a downward spiral, not educating themselves, or trying to make things better for the kids. How they have to see that the only reason they're acting the way they are is because the man wants them to think they got to act that way. How they got to improve themselves, pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Assuming, of course, you're the sort of cat that wears boots. They'd probably listen, up until the point they got distracted by one of those catnip mice thrown across the field vision. <sighs> Heaven help us all if Lord Nemesis ever puts that asbestos yarn ball plan of his in action. Are you the last child of a dying planet, sent to Earth and raised as a human, only to discover that you had powers far beyond those of a mortal man? Did you suddenly feel the need to uphold truth and justice in the American way? Are you an invulnerability super-strength tanker with the flight pool? Because if so, fuck you!
Seriously. Okay, quick show of hands. Who here is familiar with Anne Rice? Kind of portly, used to write erotica, made a mint in writing vampire novels, single-handedly transforming the public perception of them from inhuman terrors in line to a fat, limp-wristed Nancy's whine non-stop about other monsters when they're not busy engaging in displays of hedonism. Because considering how many pretentious wannabe kings and queens and knights there are running around Paragon City, she has a lot to answer for. Although, to be perfectly honest, despite the many, many Anwyrance-inspired vampires, along there with their derivatives, the White Wolf vampires, I should be grateful that none of the Bloodsuckers are based on the works of Laurel K. Hamilton, mostly because they couldn't get through a single mission without having to stop for an orgy. I should be grateful, but I'm not, because at least people who have orgies and privacy, whereas angsting about how awful unlife is seem to be something that needs to be a public spectacle. The White Wolf-specific ones are great, though. See, in Vampire the Masquerade canon, certain groups of vampires are part of a secret cabal that controls the world from the shadows or something like that. So they pretend to do that. And everyone else tries to point out that it doesn't make sense from City Hero's storyline's perspective, something that the vampires never bothered to responding to. But they're trying. They're very, very trying. Thus far, out of all the vampires I've run into, only three of them have actually done something interesting, by which I mean they didn't act like a 15-year-old or something out of a bad World of Darkness campaign. One of them was a Keldian and a dentist, and the other two already know who they are, so I'm not going to bother naming names, but suffice to say that you'll know them when you see them. It's not that hard. They're the ones that aren't standing around trying to seduce people with their otherworldly charms, or complaining about how mystic powers, superhuman strength, and eternal youth suck. No pun intended. I guess the big question here is, why aren't there more out-and-out badass vampires? I mean, if you're going to rip someone off, why pick the stat or some other get-leather bondage pants when you have, I don't know, Alucard from Helsing, maybe? I'm blowing Nazis in half with handguns loaded with explosive bullets that would break the arm of a normal man while soaking enough damage to kill somebody a hundred times over, and it's the greatest fucking thing ever. Someone who really likes who they are, what they do, and how they can dish out and take tons of punishment. And the only problem with that is that it's people who are usually interested enough in vampires to roll one up aren't the sorts of people who are into non-standard vampires. Which is to say, the current standard, which is to say, hot topic vampires. Oh, cruel face, why dost thou mockest me with thine eye? Fuck, don't they got me doing it. Spreading. And come to think of it, there's not a lot of representation for other members of the living period. And plenty of vampires and ghosts, zombies are given to the masterminds no command say, uh, on the other hand, there's only a handful of banshees, or a few liches, and practically no revenants, white or specters. Uh, this is discrimination, damn it! What the hell is Zombie Al Sharpton when you need him? I don't care how powerful you are or how many times you save the world. If you're going to tell me that you're related to statesmen, you better have a paternity test to back that up. COMMUNISTS! They're pretty common. Or at least pretty visible. If there's meritocratic or oligarchist or libertarian heroes or villains running around, I haven't seen them. Plenty of anarchists and would-be dictators out to unite the world under their iron rule, too, but seriously, fuck them. We're talking about the rights. Now, despite believing wholeheartedly in communism's ability to heal the world, a lot of communists really don't understand it too well. They can never tell you what specific communist ideology they believe in, and a bunch of them don't even know what there are other ideologies. I mean, just off the top of my head, there's Marxism, Leninism, Maoism, Stalinism. Usually their understanding just stops at capitalism bad, Russia good, and from there they fall into one of two camps. The first camp is full of heroes who fight crime in the name of socialism and the proletariat, doing for communism what Captain America does for democracy. The other camp is full of villains who are really angry about the Iron Curtain coming down. Both of them have varying degrees of patriotism toward Mother Russia, but usually it's of the Ah, Motherland sort. Unfortunately, neither of them seem to consider the whole over 60 million dead thing to be worth mentioning, probably for PR reasons. I can't imagine it would go over too well if they did. I fight to correct social injustice, but it's going to take a couple of years and the regime will probably have to kill a couple million people, but it'll be totally worth it, I promise. Man, you guys are going to love communal farms. Now on the flip side, why are there no Reds who love their country separate from its government? Because I know there's patriotic Russians who hate communism and what it did to their country. 
Shit, Russia is full of people like that nowadays, but the only Russians seen in Paragon City in the Rogue Isles are the ones who are still pissed off about the collapse of the Soviet Union, despite the fact that the dictatorship of the working class was in fact a dictatorship of the people with wealth, power, and lack of second thoughts about having people disappear in the middle of the night. Those are bloody hypocrites, too. For advocates of redistribution of wealth, they're awfully stingy with it. On the flip side of the flip side, I'd love to see an objectivist character. I mean, Ayn Rand cooked it up in response to the spread of Marxist thought, and the entire thing is basically the exact opposite of communism, so you'd think at least a couple of chosen defenders of capitalism and corporate power step forward. It'd probably have to be villains, though, considering that doesn't jive too well self-sacrificing, chargeable heroism. Huh. Extreme socialism and extreme capitalism are more than conventional villainy. You don't think that means something, do you? Has anyone else noticed that the people who are the most bitter about the perceived lack of quality on the people's characters, the ones who have characters of their own, they're just total, total dickheads? Like, to everyone? We're not projecting our emotions here, are we, folks? Nah, that would just be absurd. Did I zing myself that last one? Are you sure? I mean, it didn't sound... In keeping with the grand tradition of people wanting their cake and eating it too, great deal heroes and villains have decided to jump the fence and see how the other side lives, usually under the pretense of fighting Arachnos on his home turf, continuing their villainy on the freedom following his home turf, or simply reinforce the fact that the character is an evil, just honesty, or misunderstood, and I keep getting less too confused. Here's another individuals with a heroic bent in the Rogue Islands have a tendency to act like it's a big secret, that despite talking about it great length in public around other people who work for Arachnos, they live in constant danger of being dragged into the street and shot. People like that, I have one phrase for them. Omnipresent technocratic dictatorship with a standing army of psychics. It's like the NSA, Big Brother, and Ceiling Cat are in your head. But despite knowing the goings-on of people trying to overthrow his regime running out in his regime, Lord Records probably doesn't care. <laughs> Why should he? He's a social Darwinist up an entire country based on the concept of survival of the fittest. Having a couple people running around sitting as soldiers and firing in the name of freedom and justice instead of out of greed or blame and cruelty wouldn't make a difference in terms of paperwork. He probably thinks it's funny. Oh look, another batch of heroes pretending to be on my side. I wonder how long this group will last. That one surprised me at least the Destin one is actually a hero. Now, for, as for villains in Paragon City, not so much. This is a city that authorizes the use of lethal force for loitering for crying aloud. I can understand if it's a foreign villain. I mean, there's tons of those in comics, as well as the omnipresent force of nature that gets us jollies and harassing all parties involved. But an undercover one? Please. All it takes is one psychic or one halfway observant person your ass getting sacked harder than a quarterback up against a Raven's defensive line. Don't even get me started on the overt ones. I'm speaking directly to you, Arbiter Death. What the fuck were you thinking? Well, yes, I am an arbiter in Arachnos, and oh, hi, Miss Liberty. No, ma'am, there's no trouble at all. So, like I was saying, geez. although if I was heading up the Freedom Phalanx, I'd make like reckless and keep them around for humor's sake, too. I mean, come on, if they're that dumb, how much trouble could they possibly get themselves into? Does the Freedom Phalanx just not know that Manticore is connected to Wyvern? Both named after mythological creatures, dark red and maroon leather outfits, the exclusive use of bows with high-tech arrows, identical viewpoints of best to go about fighting crime. Wyvern appeared shortly after Manticore expressed extreme displeasure over how Freedom Facts and Limbo handled things. If people are willing to break into secure research complexes and meet up dozens of guards who are just doing their jobs to prove that crazy OSs aren't as good as they could be, should be willing to do a little more work to figure out who's really behind the massive, well-funded mercenary group that constantly runs afoul of Longbow. You know the one character concept I don't see that often for some reason? Your female members of villain groups. No fooling. When it comes to social equality, a lot of them really aren't that progressive. Maybe it's one of those, this time they've gone too far things. 
You could threaten the lives of thousands of people, wage war against the entire world, try to kill politicians and heroes left and right, but people won't think you're really evil until they find out you practice gender discrimination in the workplace. Regardless of the reasons, there's not a lot in the way of villain groups for women. If you're female and you're trying to stick it to the man, your only options are psychic clowns and hired killers. I think Cray is the only one that's really an equal opportunity employer, although even there there's no female security guards, scientists, or tanks, just the agents. Plus, I think they are the man, technically. Okay, and there's also the Cabal, but they're not really evil, and you can't really join them unless you've been, you know, dead for a couple hundred years, so they don't count. Also, and it may just be the Uri goggles here, but if you ask me, the Carnies and I just both have this kind of weird lesbian misandry thing going on. I mean, the Carnies are hedonists who mind-control burly men and lock helmets in their heads and cod pieces on their groins, and the Knives of hazing rituals and practice pagan rites. They're like a radical liberal college sorority, only with more cold chops. Now, Arachnos, well, at first glance, they seem like the revolt opportunity, but once you look into things a little more, you realize that they're the same as everyone else, if not worse, for no other reason than the fact that the black wolf spiders don't get issued helmets. I mean, if you're a woman and you want to work for Arachnos, you basically have to be psychic because the only subgroups that accept women are night widows and fortunados. Otherwise, they don't want you. Can't be a crab spider or a bane spider, which doesn't make sense because if they had the money to hire scientists to figure out how to travel through time, make ghost traps, and chop folks up and crown them in giant robotic spiders, they could have taken some time out to redesign some of their armor so it would fit women. Can't be a wolf spider either, even though they're just people with armor and helmets, and strangest of all, there's only male Moo. I mean, the thing about Moo is that if the city of Fu can is an indication, every human with magical potential has some Moo blood in them, which means that both men and women are Moo-Aliens. Plus, the Moo worshipped a goddess, which is usually a sign that women are held in some esteem in the society in question. But do you see any female Moo mystics? Hell no! It's all men, which is the biggest fucking drop ball in all of Arachnos. That's a terrible idea! Why would Arachnos want to fill the Moo mystics with hot women tied up and dressed in tight red leather outfits? I hope someone was shot for that. Although I do know for a fact that there is at least one female Moo mystic running around City of Villains. Uh, Moo Vashan Akai or something like that. So, somebody's got the right idea. Oh, hey, I just mentioned someone in the game without insulting them. Go me. But yeah, there needs to be more female freaks or sky raiders or outcasts or something. Curiously enough, though, the one group I see tons of female characters claiming to be a part of are the trolls. But honestly, I'd pin that more on the She-Hulk leaving a long groove in the collective libido of comic book fans. I mean, come on, they're super strong, green-skinned women who can punch through brick walls. What am I supposed to think? Being on the internet, City of Foo is naturally attracted to people with alternate tastes to women. Namely, women with dicks. Big dicks. Massive, throbbing, veiny shops of meat. So they make dick girls in the carriage And people act all offended and self-righteous. Oh, how dare they? That penis having is intruding on my dramatic role-playing environment. Fuck's sake, they're just staying there talking with other people enjoying their own RP. It's not like they're dancing in the bar behind you clad in their underwear being their packed in the face. Mostly because I got to that spot first, but that's not the point. You see, it's... Uh... <sighs> Look, it's not that special, okay? I understand that, yes, it might be shocking to some, but for the rest of the internet, we're all so jaded that finding out a chick has a dick ranks somewhere between, like, sun-dried tomatoes in our sandwiches and has a couple of His Infernal Majesty songs on their MP3 player on the Mundane Revelations list. Besides, it's not like they're hanging around waiting to rape you or anything. They're just out to masturbate their own ankles like everyone else. This is that the people behind the keyboard thought it would be an interesting change of pace and rolling up another cyborg, escape lab experiment, or furry. They tried something new, and to be honest, I can't fault them for that. But furry dick girls? That's where I draw the fucking line. But chicks with dicks aren't my thing. Seriously.
Continuing the theme of things from Japan, pregnancy is so many people of Japanese descent that I'm surprised the entire city isn't spontaneously generated a wormhole around itself and teleport to the west coast. Seriously, there's a whole fucking lot of people from and based on the land of the rising sun, and one guy whiter than milk with a Japanese nom de guerre saying that you know things are getting serious. If I had to hazard a guess, I'd say that's partly because Japan still has this air of mystery about it. Most people grew up in a culture with European trappings, so all this is new to them. I mean, it's still a time frame of 700 years where upper-class people in armor are killing each other with swords, but thanks to the magic PR, it seems a hell of a lot more impressive than it really was. Of course, in Japan, everyone's got a hard-on for European culture for some reason. Vive la différence. Another, probably better reason for this would be the internet's collective obsession with anime and other venues of Japanese entertainment, naturally, because man, are there a lot of highly visible ninja, magical girls, and katana wielding high school students. Now keep in mind that this one only applies to characters inspired by the aforementioned cartoons and other sort of programming, and not, you know, ones pulled directly from it. I'm speaking directly to you, Naruto fans. You think I didn't see that role-playing group when I was in Atlas last time? We may be spending hours playing an online game, but at least some of us aren't pretending to be characters from the show that's Dragon Ball with Ninja. Of course, since we're talking about things in Japan, there's one group I feel absolutely compelled to mention. If you're not up in the latest news and virtue, and sometimes I don't blame you, there's a group out there called the Sushi Schoolgirl Squad, or thereabouts, which consists of a bunch of people role-playing Japanese high school girls, because presumably, they hate dignity. But this is just an ordinary, Konnichiwa, uh, thank you for letting me fight crime in your country, I am uh, excited to be here, sort of thing. Oh no, that would require moderation and tact. No, this is full-blown, saw me team with you a wrong time, me Rahi fly lice, characterization. The kind of thing that takes good taste, holds it down, and takes a massive steaming dump in its mouth. Hey, while well, we're all coming up with theme groups that would radically offend the sensibilities of any sane person, why not start up an inflending service called the Monster Squad, full of people with names like Goldstein and Abramson? Or, or maybe a villain group called Haitian Metahumans United that's dedicated to trying to get from the Rogue Islands to Paragon City? Or how about a group that rents Black Connects, Defenders, and Corruptors, to Stone Tankers, and Brutes? Oh wait, wait, here's a good one! How about a group of heroic Mexicans that are all level 1 because they're all too fucking lazy to fight crime? It'll be fun, damn it! We'll have grand old fucking time and happy fucking ethnic stereotype land. It's not like they're people or anything, right? It's not like we... The problem I have with them is the whole concept of it, namely that being beaten up by a roaming gang of ethnic slurs made manifest is somehow more humiliating than, say, being two-shotted by a barely literate NJ melee ninjutsu stalker slash typo negative tribute who then proceeds to brag about it endlessly over broadcast. I don't know who thought it was or who pitched that idea when coming up with them, but it isn't. Seriously, the only thing keeping Sailor Moon from leaving behind a crater full of viscera and gore when she beam spams monster of the day is a strict adherence to Japan's concept of kid-friendly entertainment and show you overtones so thick you can choke on them. I mean, I've read Sailor Nothing. I know how ugly some of this could be. What would be more humiliating than that is getting taken down by a horde of female versions of anthropomorphized villain groups, mostly because it's a hell of a lot more ridiculous. By that same token, an all midget would work just as well. You'd probably want to stick with the former idea, though, seeing as there's more opportunities for ridiculous exaggerations of the respective group's motives, which make for quality comedy. Plus, it's a bad idea to piss off a group of people that's just the right height and head but you and the Jimmy. There's a lot of wasted potential in Paragon City in their own aisles, and I don't mean that in the way I usually mean it, or in the other way that you don't know about. 
What I mean is that scientific advances that would normally be used to improve humanity as a whole are instead used to help people beat up random thugs and or rob banks, neither of which could be interpreted as improving humanity in any real sense. Case in point, just the other day I was reading Biles and Random and found another scientist that had perfected nanotechnology. Nanotechnology, folks, the manipulation of matter at an atomic level. One of the holy grails of science. If we got this working in real life, didn't end up with a great goose scenario, it'd be quantum leap forward in chemistry, biology, physics, you name it. But the head of the science lab didn't see it that way. So the scientist injected himself with them, gained the ability to turn his arms into swords, and went out to fight crime. What is wrong with this picture? You see this a lot, with varying degrees of science or pseudoscience, and varying degrees of reaction to the rejection. I can understand if it's something like, say, sticking human brains in robots, but when something really mundane like a cheaper, more durable assault rifle gets rejected, driving the developer to go, FOOLS! THEY LAUGHED AT ME! Ah, but now, now I will be the one who gets the last laugh! <laughs> you can't help but wonder if they're just making a mountain out of all hell. Plus, you notice nobody's ever humble enough to look up what they go and all, Oh yeah, I guess this could use a little more work. It's always the overblown, revenge will be mine reaction. Although I guess you wouldn't see the people who did come up with these developments and implemented them because they wouldn't be out there fighting crime. Hmm. Well, just the same. At the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what you play as, just as long as you like the character. Although this is just another way of saying everyone is special in their own way, which was the Peaches way of trying to get students to stop picking on the mentally handicapped kids in school. Oh, worst analogy ever. This has been Jerk Radio, I've been your host, Ohakubi, and remember, if you roll up another Jean Grey tribute, I'll fucking kill you. Good night. In the shutterbug flash, you look fabulous with your made-to-order plastic mask.